loan officers. Join the mortgage calculator as an MLO for unlimited mortgage leads and up to 250 BPS compensation. All right. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us for our refinancing training. Now, official title here is refinancing when it makes sense, benefits, and guiding borrowers through the decision. So uh, it's really important that we note here our one of our main goals at the Mortgage Calculator when we are working in our profession is to always be a loan consultant, right? So never is it going to be more apropos to be a loan consultant than to be guiding borrowers through refinancing in these very volatile interest rate times that we have right now. The refinance market is definitely not dead. There's a lot of business going on. I think I was reading about applications actually increasing in the last week. So there's a lot of reasons why people would refinance. So we can't always assume because you know what happens when you assume anything, right? Well, we can't really assume what the borrower's objective is. That has to be clearly discussed. We can't have any preconceived notions when we're going into this. We're not going into this as an application taker. We're not selling a rate. You know, oh, these are the hot rates today. Go sell the rates. No, that's not what we do at the mortgage calculator. That's not going to lead to sustainability. That's not in a good fiduciary responsibility to the borrower. You know, we are the licensee. We owe it to them because we are the licensee to be looking out for their best interest because even the savvy investor is not a licensee. We're the licensee. So it's so important now more than ever to realize, you know, the immense responsibility that we have with the license and the great benefits that we can experience as mortgage loan originators if we do consult our customers through a refinancing, as you will see, many different reasons, many different benefits, a lot of different ways to look at this situation to see if it makes sense to the borrower because there is laws that prevent uh, you know, predatory lending, and that specifically has to do with the refinancing, churning loans. So not only can you not be can you possibly not be successful in your career, not be have a sustainable career, but you could be facing fines, you know, violations, you know, revocation of your lifestyle if you don't act accordingly. So, with all that being said, put into context, what is refinancing? Right, this is like refinancing one hundred and one here, right? But really important to note, <clears throat> refinancing is the process of taking out a new loan on a property to either pay off an existing loan or tap into the equity of a free and clear property. Because if you take out a loan on a free and clear property, that's also referred to as a refinance. The odd situation is that you're not actually refinancing an existing debt, but you are financing your property. You're putting in a new debt a new loan on it. That's just simply what they call it. So understand that 
when it's a free and clear property, it's still referred to as a refinance. If they own the property and they're taking out a new loan, they're pulling out equity, tapping into the equity of that property, that's still a refinance. <clears throat> so real important. Now, these are pretty basic, but it's, you know, back to the basics is good. Key reasons to refinance a real estate loan, right? These are pretty obvious reasons. You want to reduce the interest rate or lower the interest rate overall. Now, what's not so obvious is, and what I want you to consider as we go through this, all of these different definitions, explanations is, what interest rate exactly are we looking to lower, right? Because there's multiple benefits from the refinancing. There's multiple interest rates that the borrower is facing right now. And not just the interest rate on their home, but possibly they may be a little overextended on their consumer debt. And those consumer debts are pretty tricky. When they sense you're a little overextended, next month they put you into the default interest rate, even though you're not in default. And now your rate's the maximum allowable rate that's allowable by the law. And their payments go up. And it usually starts a negative domino effect. So they could cut credit lines as well. And all of a sudden credit scores plummet. So a lot of things going on here. So keep in mind, you got to open your mind when we're talking about lower the interest rate, right? Re again, reduce monthly payments. That's not as obvious as it seems because, again, we're talking about reduce monthly payments out of their pocket as well, not just maybe necessarily the monthly payment on the home. And this is all very important when you're analyzing the objective of the borrower. Now, Accessing home equity uh, is another key reason for refinance. A lot of different reasons. We'll get into that in a bit. And consolidate debt, where I, you know, I've touched on this in the reduced monthly payment part. But you're looking at consolidating multiple different interest rate debts into the one debt that you're looking to finance. So a lot of different benefits for key uh, categories of why you would be looking to refinance the existing loan, right? Now, with that put into context, we have our key reasons. Now, when does refinancing make sense, right? That's the, now we are putting on our consultant hat here. This is really where we're going to have to do some serious sharpening of the pencil and some good analysis here but we have to understand now refinancing makes sense when it's the ideal timing, but the timing is ideal when put into the perspective of aligning it with the borrower's specific financial goals and circumstances. That's what you have to delve and find out. And then basically you help the customer with an action plan. And what are some of the scenarios that could prompt a borrower to want to refinance that we have to be sensitive about to be able to key in on and, and do a, a, a nice thorough analysis. Well, interest rates may have dropped, right? So that's always good. That's not the scenario we're in right now necessarily, but that's usually what happens at some point. Interest rates may have dropped. The borrower's credit score may have improved 
or fear that it's going to go down is another one like I was just mentioning. Hey, I think it's going to go down because I think I'm going to be overextended. I got to take advantage of this right now while I'm at a 760 because the next month I think I'm going to be at a 600. You know, so it's, yeah, it's not funny either. I'm laughing, but I'm just it's just the irony of, of how that works out. Change in financial situation could be a reason. Or could could be health crisis, loss of job by one of the family members, death in the family, child going to college. You know, a lot of different reasons that you have a change in financial situation that then that doesn't, you know, are rates really going to matter so much if you have to resolve a dire situation? And I'm not saying our rates going to matter in the sense of, are, are we going to be able to take advantage of the customer? Because our compensation, as we all know, does not depend on the interest rate. The interest rate is set for the programs, right? I'm talking about the motivation of the customer and are perceiving that that customer is really motivated as opposed to, oh, man, thinking the negative thing. Oh, the rates are at 9.5%. Why in the world would that customer want to refinance? Oh, I'm wasting my time. That's you know the MLO that's never going to close a deal. Another scenario could be reducing the loan term, right? And now we have to be able to properly understand what's going on in reducing the loan term, right? Going from a 30-year to a 15-year. It's not just that the interest rate is going to drop a little bit because there's really not that much of a change right now from a 30-year to a 15-year rate. What's really changing and in an intertwining theme you're going to be seeing here in the next couple of slides is amortization. Amortization of the loan. Uh, that's one of the big factors. That's one of the big hidden values or hidden costs in every loan that's out there is how is that loan amortizing and how can I save some real money, right? And going from a 30-year to 15-year, not just that you're saving 15 years of payments, you're saving a lot of interest that is charged up front because the amortization tables are front loaded. So most of the interest is going to be charged in the beginning because they know you're going to pay it off. You know, six, seven, eight years, you're going to refinance, you're going to get into another home, whatever. So they're actually making a lot more than what they say they're making because of the way the amortization table is made, but that's just the way it is. So, but in your understanding the power of reducing the amortization and now all of a sudden on your payments, you're paying 60% principal and 40% interest within the same payment. So you are really gaining equity a lot quicker, right? So there's so many benefits there, not just the static difference. Oh, there's a $200 difference in the payment. That may not really be a benefit, but heck, when you're going from a 30 year to a 15 year, your payment is probably going up. If anything, so you're talking, you're in a different ball game now. You're talking about somebody that wants to actually pay the house off at some point. And number five is the inverse of number one, but this is a very valid reason right now. It, it, it would probably be number one, and number one should be number five. Is interest rates on consumer credit has have risen, right? So. You have a borrower that says, oh, my God, these credit cards just keep raising the rates because we're talking about the tracking uh, with the Federal Reserve, Federal Open Market Committee action recommendations, 
Treasury securities, the 10 year, the yield on the 10 year, the short term rates are going crazy. All of that is affecting the consumer credit, which is a variable rate. So as they raise uh, these rates, they raise the rates on their the variable rates on their credit cards. And that's a balance that's already there. It just keeps going up. It's not like, oh, I decided to get a new credit card loan. They may, and then they may be overextended because they're using the credit cards to as a stopgap for where they're a little short. Now all of a sudden it's becoming, you know, a little unbearable. And, you know, that's where obviously the refinance. And, you know, one of the products we love for this is the he loans that we have, the home equity, the second mortgages, fixed rate that are great options for refinance or somebody that doesn't want to touch their first. Or maybe a HELOC as well, because those are tax write-offs. But in essence, if the person needs really big money and needs the whole nut to get simplify their whole life, it would make sense why they would not mind paying, let's say, 7.5% or 7% on a conventional loan right now, or 7.75% on a DSER or bank statement loan right now, somewhere around those rates if they're paying off 28% interest rate, right? So you're going to do a blended rate calculation for them. You know, we have that blended rate calculator that you can all go to, and you're going to do the little comparison. Here's the new loan at 8% or 7.5%. Here's your payment, and here's the old loan and your credit card debt, and here's the payment, and here's the blended rate, and that's going to be a no-brainer. So in essence, we always have to understand all the different scenarios that could prompt the borrower to want to refinance where there could be a benefit to the borrower because we could remember we're going to have these prospects in our pipeline and our CRM pipeline just there as prospects. We've spoken with them in the past. We were sized up their situation and we have to be providing solutions to them. And it's not, it's not simply just the rate. It's how you analyze the objective and the many solutions that you are going to provide. Some They're not always so obvious, but when you break it down, it's uh, pretty serious, especially when you're talking about people that want to simplify their life and maybe want to go to a 15-year and they can handle saving six, seven, eight hundred dollars $800 a month in interest. You tell somebody that you're going to save six, seven, hundred, eight hundred dollars $800 a month in interest, forget that the payment is a little higher. You're saving six, seven, eight hundred dollars $800 a month in interest. They get excited. You're not, you don't, you're not even talking about the rate. You have to talk about rate, just you're saving money and they, they love it. So it's just on how you analyze the benefits. So again, seg- segues us right into our ability to analyze the benefits to the refinance. You know, I'm, I've been breaking it down for you right now. You know, you're, you're going to be looking at cost savings, right? Either uh, there's going to be lower interest rates, which are going to mean reduced monthly payments more favorable loan amortization, long-term savings. You can break it down through all the different strategies I just mentioned. Debt consolidation, we just spoke about that, right? Shorter-term loan, saving on the interest expense due to more favorable amortization table, and being able to access that home equity for renovations that they may need on this property or on other properties that they own. Uh, it's a lot easier to do construction uh, with your own money than it is with a construction loan. Even though we offer construction loans and they're great, if you don't have anything else to leverage, leverage the asset that needs the work. 
but usually the terms are going to be more favorable if you can leverage other assets and control the process a little bit more instead of having to wait on draws. So a lot of different ways to skin that cat, but home equity access for renovation, for investment in other properties, and the emergency that I mentioned earlier, right? A lot of different things that are going to cause money to need money right now. I mean, I've had them where they say, hey, you know, my my grandmother died in Cuba and I need to send them, you know, $20,000 yesterday so they can bury them and so forth and so on. And that's their reason for they don't care at that point. They just need the money. So here we talk about adding value, right? I'm really big about adding value as a mortgage loan originator. So we're doing the analysis. We're being proactive with our borrowers and providing solutions. And then we want to make sure that we guide the borrowers through the decision and through the process. All of this is going to add to their experience, is going to allow you to capture the deal, believe it or not. I always like to mention the rate is important, but so is accessibility by the MLO, a lot of different things that go on there. So really important communication, right? Open, honest, clear communication. Proper assessing of the borrower's needs. You need to understand their goals, their reasons for considering the refinance. Uh, analyzing options, well, because you need to present multiple solutions when possible. Sometimes there's only one loan option for a borrower, but present multiple solutions and discuss which is the best one. There's going to you're you're going to compare different costs, different fees, potential savings, and evaluate different risks. There's a lot of different you know different categories to consider. And in the end, the customer is going to feel comfortable with the product that they've chosen, which is going to result, obviously, in more sustainability of your career, more, more deals, more referrals down the road. Right? And make sure that you prepare them for the process, right? You don't want to lose the deal because... Now you got them, you know, ready to apply and you just send them off into the woods and, and don't keep up, keep tabs with everything that's going on. So you definitely want to explain the documentation according to the guidelines of the chosen program. There shouldn't be any surprises if you've done your research and properly empowered the borrower to let them know so that they don't do something they're not supposed to do. Guide them through the application process, including e-signing of the disclosures. You know, that sounds like, why would you have to do that? But you'd be surprised how many borrowers say that they can't find it or I don't know how to sign. Or, you know, ask them, have you ever signed before for a refinance through the, the LMA portal or the ICE portal, you know, for one of these loans? If they have, they already have a password and ID. They just need the authorization code. So little things like that that'll let them know that you care. Prepare them for the credit check, right? You don't want them opening up any new accounts. And you may want to run some simulations at this point as well, because again, we love adding value. And if you run some credit simulations, which is already included with what we, with credit report service, 
So that right then and there could be the difference between you getting that refinance deal and somebody else. Cause they're like, wait a minute, I didn't know you could do that. And you're really going to do that for me. And I'm going to save that much more by doing, by you doing that process for me. Boom. That right then and there could get you the deal. So there's a lot of value being added here. We're not just talking interest rates. Remember we're talking about bettering their situation and here talking about a simulation, which is already included in the credit report is an amazing deal. And the all-important appraisals, right? Remember, this is a refi. They already own the property. They're familiar with things like the property condition, right? So please discuss any potential obstacles. Ask them to, you know, some clear definition on the property condition. Is there Are there any non-conforming uses? Is it actually a two-unit or a three-unit, or is it actually a single family that they partitioned up into three units illegally? That does happen, and you don't want to have that be found out when the appraiser writes back the email or when you get the appraisal and it doesn't work. And definitely, you want to empower them by discussing what happens after the application is submitted. We were talking about don't open up any credit cards. Well, let them know what's going to happen. You know, if it's a full doc loan, there'll be some job verification going on, some income verification going on. Uh, You know, they got to stay in that same employer. If it's full doc, you don't want to be switching employers mid-loan or or worse yet, they lose their job because then that loan's going to have to be canceled if it's full doc because you can't do a verbal verification on a job that doesn't exist. That's a dead deal. So, you know, just explain to them the whole process, you know, revisit those points and just make sure everything is understood. And then in the end, the whole idea here is to close the deal, right? So as that closing date approaches, everything is defined, right? You got your clear to close already. Make sure that you review and confirm the terms of the loan with the borrower and ensure that the borrower's objectives are met and that the borrower is comfortable with those terms. You don't want to be surprised that the borrower showed up to the closing and walked away because that wasn't what they were expecting. Things change sometimes throughout the process. When you know we send customer COCs, there's no last minute surprise at closing. That doesn't happen. The laws of protect the borrower, changes of circumstance are sent to the borrower and have to be disclosed in three days. So that shouldn't be a surprise unless the customer just didn't understand what they were signing. So it's always good to review everything, confirm it with them. It always adds value and helps in your future referrals. Discuss the timeline and disbursement of the funds. Also important because you don't know what they need that money for. And especially if they needed it yesterday, and if it's a primary refi and there's a three-day rescission period, you know, just make sure they understand, explain how their existing loan will be paid off, make sure that they continue making payments on their existing loan if they have any payments coming up. Don't tell them not to make payments because the impending closing is coming up. That's a big, you definitely don't want to do that. And obviously provide ongoing support and assistance after the closing so that anything they may need with that loan and any other business that they will probably throw your way if you give them this type of support and service. All right. 
Let's see here. Is there a question there? Not really a question, more of a comment there. All right. Well, if we don't have any other questions, I think we can wrap it up then here. Oh, hold on. Something coming in. Oh, well, thank you, Sonara. That's <laughs> that's great. All right. So appreciate everybody tuning in Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We do this. So we will be here uh, next Tuesday with you. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. Great presentation. We'll see you all Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern for the next episode of the Loan Officer Training with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Let's close some loans. Loan officers, join the Mortgage Calculator as an MLO for unlimited mortgage leads and up to 250 BPS compensation.